This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Speedway Speedway Show doing at Madeira. You're at npr.nz triple nine am. We talk speedway, Robertson Holden International Speedway. Plus, we talk to drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris. Good to be back on another doing it in the dirt and in the studio, mate. Yeah, it's been a long time. Has been a long time. The main reason we're in the studio is because we're talking to guys from Gisborne, and um, technology isn't the greatest up there. So uh, we had to resort back to the old telephones. She's mm. all good. Yep. Right, the first guest is, um, well, he's from the Men or Two still, but he, he races out of Gisborne, of course. Everyone knows that. Peter Rees, how you going, Pete? I'm all good, thanks. Good. It's been uh, been quite some time since we've had a had a good chat to uh, to you. Yeah, you guys went off me. I was, you stopped calling me, I don't know. But, yeah, all good. I heard it was something to do with Chris went out to yours and Buddy drank all your beers and that's why he didn't really want to talk to us because he drank the fridge dry. Oh, every time it rings, I've been busy. <laughs> busy as. How, how busy has this off-season been? How how many cars, new cars, were on the books? Oh, for a perspective example, we had 36 last year, which we... We struggled to get through, but we did in the seven-month window. Yep. Because we had a COVID shutdown. This year, what have we got, four months just over? Yep. Between racing and there's 32 cars, so we're in big trouble this year. Yeah. Onwards. Bugger. How many, who, who you got working out there now? You, Asher? Oh, it's me and Asher now. I had a young fellow we are yep. trying to teach, but he's, he, uh, he's gone, so... Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, we're struggling with labour-wise and that, like I think half the country is, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just it's a bit harder out here because we're so far out of town and travel here. And so, yeah, well, normally we can do it, but we're just time shortages and part shortages big time this year. And the other thing too, like you just sort of mentioned before, that four-month um, four turnaround being pretty short this year because of a long season, um, you get a bit of... Bit of fatigue, bit of burnout, don't you too? From from the previous year's racing. Uh, yeah, I don't really get burnt out from that. I'm burnt out now from not having a day off for about four months. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think people kind of park up after a season and have a month or two off, and then then they think about it. But then this year's been raining for the last four months, and then by the time they really want to go racing, oh. It's late and everything has to happen at once, and just a whole lot of things. I think. Mm, yeah, mm. I think it might might be a slow start to the current season coming up. Uh, yeah. If I'm guessing right. Yeah, yeah. And it's when they've made their decision that they finally get round to ringing you a couple of weeks out from starting <laughs> the season. They want a new car, or they want this or that done to their current one, don't they? Oh yeah. To be fair, we had most of our work come in, our repair work and stuff come in a few months ago. And, and most of all, actually all of our new car orders were well and truly on the way because people have realised we've been there the last few years. Yep. But I mean, you try to finish new cars with a part supply problem and, and delays and you ask anybody that brings those parts and they're all struggling and, and we're, you know, we're part of that. Yep. We're just struggling to get the bits and, you know, to finish a car probably you need all parts. Yep. What, what sort of parts are you having the trouble getting there, Pete? 
Oh, you know, you know steel was a, it was a time thing. You, know, you could order steel, but just wait and wait. Yeah. It's coming right now. It's coming right now. Um, and, and we've had to carry big stocks of steel for that. But that was early in the stages. You know, like, you know, we've been doing this for a few years. So we order our quick change this well in advance. And every week I hear the same story. Oh, it's next week, it's next week, you know. Yeah. The stock car does stuff that's got slow. The stock car shops got discontinued overseas, but anyway, it comes from the States or China or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, they just stopped making them for some reason. And, and by the time we find out about it and do something about it, we're, we're, there's a big time delay, you know. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And you're also saying so, yeah, that... It's just okay. a whole mixture of stuff. Yeah, and um, the, the quick change hubs, the hubs, you can't get the hubs, you're saying, eh? Well, yeah, I mean, um, the dust and the hubs and that are all separate. The, 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 I bring the dust and the axles are separate, the centre sections are separate. And then uh, of, of all things that we haven't been able to find is the six-fin hub. <laughs> you know, and, and you can get a locally made one. It's probably going to cost a bit more, but that's time as well. So, so, so yeah, I mean, and even with my dust kit here, we haven't got any hubs to put them on, on them at the moment. <laughs> If you can't, if they've discontinued stock car shocks, what what do you what do you go to as an alternative of what to what you were using? Have you, was it easy to well, source something or find something? Internet, uh, you know, you can't go down the record anymore like we used to because there's no such thing. In the shops on the modern day car just just pull your petals. Yeah, hmm. they would break. You know, so you got to search the internet, and then we've got suppliers that are doing the utmost best to. All stuff, and one of our suppliers have actually ordered a special order, eight hundred or a thousand shops. Wow! It, you know, to keep the sport going and to keep customers on track. Mm. Simple as that. Yeah. But so that's that, that's, uh, that's a big big job. You know, by the time they're built overseas and then shipped from overseas, yeah, yeah, that's a big time delay. Like without getting like political on it, it's not actually even a um, a rule issue, is it? It's just generally. Can't find something that is is capable. Well, well, we've been sport over the years, and we've had choice. But then, because of what's happened overseas, or the pandemic, or COVID, whatever you want to call it, or an excuse, um, whatever the reason, the the factory stopped making them. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So when that happened, the computers tell tell all of uh, all of us that. Um, not that I can use the computer very well, <laughs> but we start searching. So there's old stock over there, part of the country, and other stock. So that's all sucked up as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And literally, when you get hold of the, the company that makes those shocks or, or the other parts, they just they just turned it off. Literally turned it off for whatever reason, whether they're out of staff or out of out of product to make them. I don't know. Wow. And then and then that actually is a big surprise to us, and people probably don't understand that that's what we're up against. Yeah, and it's not—it's not just the um, parts-wise; it's the tire shortage as well, eh? Well, there's a big problem with tires in the world. I mean, if you keep it on the internet, um, in, in New Zealand, tire market's super small for for the world market. Yeah, but if you keep it on the internet, they're telling you that there's racing kids all over in America and because mm. they can't supply the, the, the rubber, yeah. the, the tires. Yeah, quite often so see that. That's that's going to bite us in the in the butt um, eventually. Yeah, and and then uh, there's actually a couple of rules that snuck in 
SNZ is actually going to buy us in the, in the butt more. So that's another whole damn story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Because, yeah, I see that quite a bit with the, especially obviously Hosier. Um, you know, they supply World of Outlaws and um, USAC midgets and things like that. And, you know, they're uh, um, a controlled tire, I guess you'd say. You have to buy them from those guys and from certain suppliers and kind of a bit like us I guess and yeah they're cancelling racing because there's no tyres available but there's sort of alternatives now-ish in New Zealand the um, ones that Peter B was running in there and I think you know some are still using the um, American well, races and that but are they any you know are they any much much for much oh I'm not going to get in the argument if they're good or bad yeah, yeah, yeah. because the tyres are tyres yeah. but the problem I see is the supply issue. Mm. I mean, there's 300-odd super stocks in the country. There's probably going to be 200 going to New Zealand and Huntley. And those 200 super stocks are going to want at least a set each or maybe two. Mm. And can those overtake up their supply? I mean, let's face it, the sport's grown in the last three or four years and Carbill's struggled to supply the Hoosier. He's run out multiple times during the season. Yeah, yeah. World Two Forties a couple of years back was a good example. Always, always around Christmas, there might be a shipping problem or, or just the demand's been there, so they run it. So, if, and the car has been doing this for twenty five, thirty years. Mm. Yeah. And if he hasn't seen it coming and he hasn't been able to keep up, what makes you think another tyre that some other ones got coming in from China or something? Yeah. They can keep up. Yep. And I can tell you now, they can't. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And our government body got to make a damn rule to say you've got to use that tyre that, that, because they said they can keep up. Yeah. Well, I, I told the president the other day that if he ordered a super stock of me tomorrow, I'd put a ride in there I can supply it. But that's got to be a joke. <laughs> I can't supply it. <laughs> we can't finish the damn thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I mean, we're just kidding ourselves. We, we've got to get with the times in the current environment. So putting rules in the rule book that are pretty much unpleasable and aren't going to work because of supply issues, nothing about the tyres themselves. Yep. Mm. is just going to stuff the competitor, the promoter and the spectator. Yep. How do you um, how do you sort of fix that issue? How do we fix an issue with a supply issue? Or yeah, is it just- it. Well, you give things time. And you investigate into it. Yep. You just don't. You just don't think it's simple by switching that off because it's not quite right in the rule book, and and then someone over that will will pick it up. You, you investigate it, and you and you give things time, time to to work like like. Hey, let's try this, but let's not shut, shut off the other supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's real simple. It's. It's, uh, I don't know why this government body tend to bring in rules that are hard to please start with, and they just think it's so cut and dry. We'll turn it off there, and it'll, it'll turn on over there. Yeah. Or, or China's making tyres now for some companies, and they come in here. But we all know China's had trouble. I mean, they invented this damn pandemic, <laughs> so yeah. they are probably, we shouldn't even buy nothing off the prick. Yeah, definitely. J- just sort of like, so you, there's so many bloody chats we could have. Just one more thing. Mitch Vickery made a, a good 
I think it was Mitch Vickery or it was Randall Tarrant, one of the two that went to the to the UK, and they were talking about obviously with brisket F1, they've got control brakes, control shocks, and a few other bits. Now, obviously, it becomes a supply issue, like we say. But if it, if someone like Speedway New Zealand went to a company where in New Zealand overseas, probably overseas the people that actually make them, um, that. Could that sort of solve a bit of an issue? Because you're telling them, right, we actually, rather than go to the supplier, go direct to the manufacturer and work a deal. Would that help? Well, to be fair, when I went to England both times, I was on, we were on control tyres and, and control brakes and stuff. And, and from where I sat, it worked to treat. Yeah. And you're dead right. I mean, what, what motorsport, what, what's decent motorsport in this world or important motorsport doesn't have a control tyre? Mm, yep. And I can name a super stock zone. Yeah. Yep. Or, or super saloons. And it needs to be these super classes. And you're right, if Speedway New Zealand um, did some homework and, and did some, um, I don't know, good to the outputs at the manufacturers and, and cut the tickle on the way, they put a little bit of money in the kitty. Yep. And we'd all be on the same deal. And they, yeah, you're right, they'd actually control it. Then we wouldn't be in the situation we're in. We're coming into this season. Yep. Yep. So it's a no-brainer. But then once again, maybe Speedway New Zealand need to get bigger than they are because they're tapped out now. They struggle to do what they're going to do um, already. Yeah. So maybe I mean the sports growing. um, Our our licenses have gone up tenfold over the last few years. Maybe employment's there. um, More paid people. So and so on, mm. to make it work. Yeah, dead right, dead right. Going back to the the building side of things, um, 30, 32 cars, thirty two cars. I think you said. Um, what's yeah, your yeah. What's your super stock stock car split? Uh, last year we were eleven stock cars. In what's the difference? Uh, <laughs> Quite a bit of difference. It was really quick. So there was quite a big super stock must ratio. Be, must have been about this year. There's, 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 there's actually two more stock cars compared to super this year. There's 17 supers and 15 stock cars. Uh, other way around. Yeah. 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 So, so we're back about halfway. And I don't know why, because that stock car thing quite down a bit. But um, this year we've, well, we've built a couple of, couple of three stock cars for us to sit in. And I think it's, racked up our stock car ranks again or our, our building so and that's kind of what I wanted to do but not not so fast unfortunately yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say um, a few of those stock cars are for you boys so you got one for yourself one for Ethan Asher I'm guessing that's that's the lot uh, yeah, yeah and it wasn't the fact that we'd get back in the stock cars it was just an idea that the boys and I kicked around you know to build a car as a promotion car and we got around and then next time we sold that car and then someone else wanted one so we will build two and then someone else wanted one so we were going to build one each yep and yeah and then and then just by chance um, when that injection thing got trialled years ago we actually did a trial us and a few others and it's something I've always wanted to do and just by chance this year has come in so we can take those boxes off as well yeah you you trialled the, the um, V6 Holden last time though, eh? Not the Falcon. Yeah, Ethan's first year, his, his was a uh, um, injected Holden. Yep, yep. Ah, didn't even take any notice. There you go. But the ones that you're running now is gonna they're Fords, eh? Yeah, yeah, yep. they're cheaper to build, and 
it's easy to get more and, and luckily because there's that pass problem I mean I'm not a I'm only part of um, part from the Indian builders are all struggling in the holding path are super hard to get at the moment wow how how long has it been since you last ran a falcon and a stocky have you right at the start Ooh. right at the start eh yeah, the first pot I got out of hunting had a falcon in it. Yeah, it's been a fair while then since yeah. you've run a Ford. So about three years, falcon had a Holden, straight Holden, um, the first year I raced, and then I was falcon for three years and then went Holden. Yeah, nice. I mean, for you, it's it's not a, about a Holden form thing, Ford thing, it's about performance. Are you quite excited, though, to get the, the EFI into the car and, you know, really crack into it now that it's a full-blown way you go and actually just enjoy racing stock cars and testing out this engine thing and just having some fun with yeah because well, you can exactly what you said it's a test for us and a new style car that we did last year the Supers was real real um, real cool mm. and so I want to see if the stock cars all go as good you know I believe it will yep uh, you've got to remember hopefully we're back to normal we're looking like we're going to be a hot dry summer so we're going to have slip tracks and, and these cars that we're building are masters on some tracks. Because yeah. last year we just had perfect tracks all year because of the weather and, and the lack of cars on it. Yeah. Do you think it's a so, good... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for some uh, slip track racing because these, these, oh, we love these cars on slip tracks. Yep, yep. Do you think it's a good thing that Speedway is going, well, the stock car class is going injection? You think it's good should for it the happen, future? Should have happened 15 years ago. <laughs> well, you work it out. Well, engine builders told me it's three thousand dollars cheaper to build. Yep. So, so because we've got nothing, because I haven't got a carburetor, I haven't got all the other parts. Yeah. So, if you're new, getting into the sports straight away, it's cheaper, and then safety. I mean, all the fuels contained and controlled. So, yeah, these these tip overs up the wall and that we get, we start we catch on fire. That that's gone. Yeah. So, yep. so. Has, has to be better because it's safer and, and I mean you only have to look at these things I've seen one of the Donna a couple of weeks ago you only have to look at it and it starts yeah you know, if, you have, if you have a big hit in the stock car the car and it floods up and it pisses around and yeah is there is there any negatives to it in a contact uh, not class from, not, not from me it's all positive yeah yeah, uh, you know, like well, at the moment we run, we're, at the moment we use computers to control the ignition, mm. so we use a computer to control the ignition and the injectors. So there's no difference there. At the moment we run a bypass fuel system with an injected fuel pump because they're the most reliable, cheapest pump you can get, and we've been running them for four or five years, and, and so there's no difference there. So what can be a negative? Yeah, yeah, yep. but you know, I mean, like you change some some classes, you get something in, you change something, and it. Because obviously the uniqueness of our sport, it's full contact. They've got to take hits. They've got to be able to handle the knocks and everything is more more meaning, you know. So I suppose everything's going to be good as gold in that department. Yeah, but we're halfway testing it apart from the actual injections. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we're running the same system. Yeah. Nah, nah. But uh, 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 the door of testing, obviously, there's not, there's not a big difference. I, I believe the Falcon have gained a little bit, which... Well, it's literally fair the Falcon have lagged me on the holder or some tracks for a while. So that, that should bring that up even. Yeah. And there's only really two, two engines in, in the park at the moment, Falcon and Holden. So it's not really a big change. It's just injection versus carburetor. Yep. Hey. 
Oh, it's going to be exciting to watch anyway. Yep, so you got, um, you're meant to be having opening night this Saturday night, but you're not going to be ready, are you? No, no, we've failed our club. Um, it's pretty sad, really, because I, I do not often miss an opening night, but we, we've, we gave up a few weeks back with our issue of parts and stuff, and, and without knocking our club, I mean, last year when we had the seven months off, it was perfect to run first. Because yeah. everyone was ready to race, and they've done exactly the opposite this year. Everyone ran on, or Bruce ran on for fucking way too long, and and now um, no one's really keen. And the weather's been awful all winter, and I believe they've they've gone a bit early, like four or five weeks too early. So, hey, I hope it pulls off for them. But looking at the long range forecast, it looks pretty average over there. So, the worst thing you can do is put a meeting on. All the spectators are keen. No cars turn up, and it's shit yep. cold. Mm. Yep. It'll, it'll punish the spectators. They just don't go back. Yeah. And it's a long way to go, too, but, for, especially like for us. Well, it is, and that's part of the problem because it's always been like that. I mean, yeah, they had great numbers going that way, but then a couple of tracks are running practices, and you can't blame them. The cars just go closer to the practice. Yep. Yep. And it's always up against Gisborne. It's, it's something we just we just don't think about when we go over there. Yeah. Mm. So you're going to be hauling six, well, four cars around. Obviously, Ashes still got the K on the car, but in, in a roundabout way, six cars around these days. Um, how you with you guys? You're going to be getting right into it with the stock car. It's not just going to be club nights and that. It's going to be full blown racing and. No, it won't be full blown. It'll be pick and choose. Championship style racing. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. Yeah, championship. Probably, yep. probably not both cars on the same meet. I mean, shit, I'm bloody 15 now, man. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did that for 15 years, and, and that was hard work. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, most of these tracks have actually got their, their program faster and faster, and they turn around quicker, and it just becomes damn near impossible. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, well, you know, me and Ethan like team racing. Um, we'll, we'll put our hands up for the gladiators. Uh, you know, if, if they're ready in time for the wrong prep, that's one that I like doing. Yep. Uh, Could be the yeah, last we'll one as well. But, but, well, I think Trish was hoping that um, maybe if we don't make it, we could have one more. I'll ask Trish nicely. <laughs> make it at the end but, of the season. Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, well, damn, it should be because it always rains off. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Um, you know, then the new owners uh, will want to take the cars over as soon as they can, and, and two of them are coming out of mini stops at the end of the season. So it's exciting for them. Oh, sweet. Oh, so basically, the cars you guys have got are. Like you said, they're literally up. So I thought you meant you would build them and then sold them actually off to a new person already, isn't? But you're literally racing them and then sold at the end of the season. Yeah, that, that, uh, they are, yeah, what you said. <laughs> pre-sold. They're pre-sold, they're pre-sold for the pre-sold. end of the season. I thought you meant they're yeah. pre-sold. That isn't, isn't they're already gone, gone. So you had to build more and more and more. Gotcha. <laughs> no, 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 no. These are mini stock drivers coming through. Um, one young lady said that she has to have a car that I've owned and you know I didn't do stock us and then, then we'd already decided we were going to do one so when she heard about that I think she pissed her mum and dad until she, they said yes yeah yeah 
I think she'll go all right. Yeah, in it I too. think I think definitely think she'll go all right. But uh, yeah, that's oh, the one. she'll be great. I mean, it's in, it's in the blood yep. with the Robinson family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. So te- teams New Zealand's up in Auckland. Oh, probably not actually. No, nah. probably not. No, it doesn't really interest us. Not because it's Auckland, but just just you know, well, I've had my fair share of goes of that. Isn't it around time as that charity event? It is, eh? I think it's around the same week, time as that. No, nah, a couple of weeks after. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Key, the key thing is get Ethan and 1NZ in the super now. I mean, crikey, you've all had them in the stock car. Got to get them in the, uh, yeah, exactly. in the super. Yeah, well, that's not, not really on their radar, that stock car titles. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll do quality, not quantity. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, all going well. When will we see the Rees race cars team out? On the track, uh, yeah, it's probably a good time to bring that up. We're we're, we're going to do a big push here on the customer stuff for the next two weeks, and then we're going to have to tell our customers we're having a week off. Yeah. So we want to do the 50th anniversary at Wanganui there at midnight. Yeah. Two nights. So that's Labor Weekend. Yep. Labor Weekend, Saturday and Sunday, I believe. So yeah, we're right, we've got engines thanks to Harley and. We've got cars, but we've just got to piece them all together. Yeah, yeah. There, are, there are some parts that I'm crossing fingers come here because we've had to pull parts off our cars and put on customer cars to get them going for this weekend. Yep. Yeah. Well, I believe things are coming right. I mean, I heard today that fuel's going to be an issue because of the current environment in this stupid world, um, which is a bit of a surprise, but we've we've got enough for a couple of minutes, so we won't run our cars until we're new, I think. Yeah, it didn't. We've actually cut a fine line because we ran the solar rider today and said, "Hey, flag our solar rider because we're going to, you know, we're going to struggle to get there." But let's just do it simple. We'll we'll number our cars. We'll put some sponsors on the wings, but then we'll just we won't be bling bling. We'll do that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just clean it ahead. I know, I know. Like you've mentioned a few times, you're flat tack busy, but it didn't uh, didn't cross your mind because of the fiftieth tank anniversary to whip up another tank for this season. We are building one. It's uh, for Josh Prentice. Yeah. Um, whether it's done for that, I'm not sure. Puck has asked me to be involved in there, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, as long as we're around, I'll, I'll be keen to go there. It'd be great night. So is that a, is that going to be like but, uh, big red but, style or? Yeah, my, my, my tank's a plastic tank, remember? No, not a proper tank, so uh, it'd be a, 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 be a, a, a you know, it'd be a kick in the ass for the proper tank, so I reckon if I go along there and look at me, look at me. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you're right, Pete, to be fair. You know, you've, you've, you've nailed it, eh? <laughs> but believe it or not, though, there, there will be more of your tanks there than the, than the Robinson Pajeski tanks anyway. Probably. It will be. Well, it's bound to be more because I've built 60 of them. I know, that's what I'm saying. we can't control that. Yeah. But I'm not going to go there and go look at my tank, you know. Yeah. But we are building, um, we're, I've got I've got one in my mind, we haven't started it yet, but that, that big red that Josh drove, um, that was a cool little car, quite a unique car, so we're building the next version of that. Yeah. Oh, sweet. For Josh to drive, and, and um, yeah, because he's, he's lost his drive this year, so he's, he's going to come drive my car again. Man. Hey. Um, speaking of all, all of that, your the numbers in in Gizzy with the Superclass, how are they sort of looking? Have you got any new? Well, shouldn't say have you. We know there's a few new 
um, people joining the ranks, the likes of Tom Cooper from down Christchurch, the James boys. Um, what, what sort of numbers are you looking at up there these days? Yeah, Regan Penn. Well, I believe Trevor Tommy is 22 registered. Yeah. It's almost Which better than us. And, and, and Tom, Tom going there surprised me. I don't even know him. I believe I got the blame for it for an interview on, on the pit thing. But I didn't actually know that. And then um, Jeff Jones brought my old careful Brody, I believe the young one. Yep. And Jeff told me that the boys are going to get some too, so I didn't even know about that until then. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, but, but then, then when you catch up with those guys, you ask them for a simple reason. And, and it's not it's not when they're getting paid to go there or they're not getting an arm to go there. They actually say when they go there, they enjoy it. Yeah. You know, they get, they, get, they get thanks for coming from the senior officials, the senior New Zealand staff, the promoter and all that. I think talking you know? with the yeah. talking with Tyler and, and Brody, we've done a show with them uh, over a few weeks back and, and all that, um, and sort of let slip of the news that they, they were getting the 10G. But it, to them it was more, yeah, it's opportunity. And I think because you've got this uh, development thing going on, which we'll, we'll talk about, but opportunity and Obviously, with that development thing, um, you might end up with two teams by the sounds of it, with everyone everyone wanting to sort of get amongst it. Yeah, well, we, we well, not so much pride ourselves. We believe that we've got to keep you know, the joints in there for a while and, and to keep them going, you keep these young fellas keep. And it's not just for Gizm cards, it's, mm. it's, it's a bit of a training thing that we can, our senior members can brush off to the other members, you know, to help them. If they get to that big show in Palms North, because that's a big show. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a big night, and I believe I believe without speaking out too, um, somebody inexperienced didn't help Stephen at the time. Yep. So yep. if we can help, we can help the the keener guys get to that environment. And I mean, believe me, when you get to that environment, it just changes your whole mindset. It's sort of like a thing where she goes down the road for it's, it's a it's a 10,000 noisy crowd it's it's a whole lot of hype it's a whole lot of internet stuff everything so we reckon you know if we're going to learn from what happened this year it seems let's teach these young fellas to go to that environment half a pet yep yeah you know what I mean exactly yeah so that's all we're trying to do and we're also trying to keep the giants strong going forward and and, and you know, knock it stale with using the same old guys, i.e. me, yes. all the time, old. you know. Yeah. Well, anything <laughs> can happen with any one of us, and, and hey, I'm, I'm, I'm getting on there, I'm still enjoying it, so I'm still going to do it, but when I say one day, oh, I can't stuff doing this anymore, I'm not going to leave them in the lurch and, and say, oh, shit, we've got all these young fellas here, but they, they've had no training, yeah. what are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I've seen it in other teams too many times. Let's not go down that road, and let's 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 be a bit more smarter than that. We're talking with the man himself, Peter Rees, here on doing it in the dirt, and we're going to take a real quick break and be right back to continue talking with Peter Rees. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. 
Well, welcome back here to Doing It In The Dirt on NPR on a Friday evening. Of course, uh, you can listen to it on demand. Listen to it on demand on npr.nz slash shows slash D-I-I-T-D or, of course, Spotify and Apple Play. Right, we'll continue talking to Peter Rees and, uh, yeah, we're talking about all sorts, really, to be fair. Have you... Um I don't know. We had Tyson Wooten on the show um, last week, and he talked about a development teams event at Huntley. I don't know if you if he talked to you and all. all yeah, he talked to me. Yeah, um, I'm pretty keen for that. But at that level, and I, I said I put my head up for it. But at that level, we, we don't really need to concentrate on the competitor, the driver. We, we need to get the managers in there that are, tra- are teaching or coaching those drivers. To be the ones that have been calm and collected. Because I believe management these days are a winner any cost problem. Yeah. And so when Tyson threw that at me, I said, well, that'd be cool, but let's let's have managers and meetings that these kids are here to learn and have fun, not so much one. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so don't put up money, don't put up pressure, don't do any of that stuff. Let's just get them in a sideshow for their own show, which is Huntley Teams, and that's become a good event. And that and that those sideshow teams races will be entertaining, but friendly, yeah. Yep. And, and those guys will be the feature for Huntley Teams and Auckland Teams and Palmer Teams. And that's where I like this concept of no clubs, just twenty drivers that put their names forward. Um, you're basically assigned a. Well, the, the the managers basically pick like the old schoolyard days and um and and pick their teams or whatever you know, and you go racing. Yeah, sort of. I didn't really say too like that, but the problem you said there is the managers. Yeah, and we've got to get rid of our old school managers that want to win at any cost. Yeah, that's the problem. I see. Well, I could be wrong, but but it's a big problem. You know, um, there's probably more pressure on a manager these days at team sheets and pumps and off than there is on a damn driver. Yeah. yeah. But those managers are putting pressures on those drivers and they can, they can go back. Yeah. Let, let's get it back to, because we're all here for fun. It, it's not a million dollar sport. And it's a million dollars to do the sport, but not winning the sport. Mm. So let's go down that road and fix the whole problem. Or, or it's not really a problem before it becomes a bigger problem. Yeah. Or before someone else gets injured badly? Well, it's always going to be there, people that get injured, but let's try and minimise it. And, and, look, I'm not saying that's going to fix it. I'm not saying it's broken. Yep. I mean, we take a big risk, yep. um, you know, stuff like that. But I'm just saying, if we can help in any any way fix that problem, if there is a problem, let's do it. Yep. So, so, but either way, let's make entertainment for the crowd that goes there, because it's a big event. So when you say about the the management side of thing <clears throat> and the win at all costs and, and that sort of side of thing, how would you fix something like that? Would you how is, is that finding different managers that are more skillful in the world of teams racing or sort of that sort Probably of? Probably less. Path? Yeah, but all of our managers are ex team racers, and twenty years ago you went out with the mindset that you were going to, for a word, kill it, kill your opposition. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, but but it's more of a skill set, and it's 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 more of a I don't know it's 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 a, it's it's not a, it's not that sort of game anymore. 
you know, you, you don't rip a wheel off a car. You don't, you don't smash each other's bits anymore because these cars, are, they don't fall apart anymore. They're, they're faster than, they get to the speed quicker than the, I shouldn't say they're faster, they just get out there quicker. Yeah. You know, all of that. So, if the manager's going to go out there with that mindset <coughs> of smashing the other team, <coughs> he's probably not going to make the second night. The other team's probably not going to make the second night either. And there's more chance of injury. Yeah. So let's let's play the game that we play, <laughs> and that's that's uh, a strategy game. So we've got, potentially we've got four races. I mean, it doesn't always work out, but but you don't really see us doing stupid kamikaze hits and pulling out in front of cars and all that. Because we've been the hard we've done, been down that road. Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, you, you, you this out of the first couple years of the Giants, it was it was sort of hit and miss and uh, hit and miss in that, and then all of a sudden, you know, the last couple of years, it's really come to fruition of, um, you know, making that second night consistently. Yeah, yeah, because we've been there, done. It's not like we're talking for a whole new butt, but <laughs> so I mean, like, there's a whole lot of things we can do. You know, we can teach a driver where to have a car or when to have a car mm. we can teach a driver to look in his mirror before he goes in the corner just in case he's got trouble with him we can teach a driver that's holding up another driver to look out for the fast driver that's coming past yeah. Yeah. all of that stuff and if, we, if we're all on the same wave we can, we can probably make the sport a bit, a bit safer and, and still way more entertaining yeah yeah, yeah. dead right dead right fair bit of teams racing there lessons there with uh, with Pete Rees uh, that is for sure, Pete. Um, with the Superstop meetings in Gisborne, obviously uh, you've got your your Reeves Race Car Superstop Challenge finally happening this year in April. Yeah, April first, is it? Yeah, yeah. something. Yep, yep. That's it. Yep, first. It's two nights, I believe. Oh, is it a two nighter now? It's only probably. One, it's only one night uh, in, the pro- in the calendar. There's probably enough drivers to make it. Oh, two there you nights. go. It's the one night. You know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just the sucker that's put out the prize or, or part of the prize because I believe the club's put up some cash money as well. Yeah. And, and the way things are going up, I mean, that prize was a $22,000, $23,000 prize. The way things are going up, it's going to be more like a twenty-five, twenty-seven, twenty-eight thousand $28,000 prize by the time we get the race up. Wow. Yeah, because it's a, it's a chassis. The winner, no matter who it is, except for yourself, Ethan, Asher, Josh, I think those are the four ineligible, is it? No, just me. Oh, just no, you. It's, um, it's unfair if the others can't win it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just basically me. I can't win it. Yeah. I think it was advertised it was me and the boys, but that was wrong. For uh, uh, me, just just me can't win it. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to win it. You know, I'm too freaking old. <laughs> <laughs> You've been dropping down the picking order lately, mate. Um, <laughs> but well, no, I'm going to go for the second because there's cash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put her on the bar. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, just to, um, one downside about that meeting, though, it date clashes with another one, eh? Oh yeah, well that's that's the way the sport works. I mean, we're all fighting for dates, and especially after a couple of COVID years. Um, I've moved more than three times since we first invented it. One because of COVID, two because of clash dates. And, and I've got respect for, uh, like Sonia, we clashed the date there. I've got respect for Bruce. He had a GP thing, I think. Yeah. 
Um, but I've got no respect for a, for a club that's going to just throw a team meeting together because they can, and just what we just talked about. Yeah. They're going to throw a whole bunch of guys in and hype them up, and what are they going to do? They're going to go and wreck each other. So I've got no respect for that, so I'm not going to change my date for them. And they're fine. I mean, we're an hour and a half from them, and I'm a simple person. We, we just won't support them as long as they're going to do stuff like that to us. So... Uh, good luck to the event, and I mean we've got the pit media coming, and they're also going down there, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, if I keep changing my date, we're never going to get this thing on the ground because I mean next year I want to do another South Island tour. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to clash with people doing that, but if I get my dates in early enough, people can make their mind up and they can do with you know. You mentioned it before though, Pete. There's two hundred and two hundred and something odd super stops in the country. I think I saw a post on um, Facebook. There was some post of the stats. I think of how many competitors in each class per track, and then total competitors. And yeah, there's crazy amount of super stocks than what I actually thought there was. To be fair, but um, with that amount of super stocks, there's bloody well plenty to go around. That's for sure. I don't think we're going to be short of uh, a few cars. And like you said, it's obviously a one nighter, as Chris mentioned, but could quite easily turn into a two-nighter. Um, and, of course, yeah, like we mentioned, first prize is a brand-new chassis. That's just it. Literally, I guess they can drop their old car off and you pull that, pull the bits out of there and you put in a brand-new chassis. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to get the people that don't like my chassis, obviously, but that does matter. I mean, there's, there's other attractions in Gisborne, and that's, that's the hospitality and, mm. you know, the little things and stuff they get. Yeah, no, look, it's great. It's a great little place. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd live here if I had a chance. Good fishing, eh? That's why. But yeah. Well, I don't really like fishing. You know, what it does with the grass, me, but... Come on, you missed team champs to go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's more reasons than that, though. <laughs> you told me the tides were good that weekend, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got um you got other superstop meetings over this year as well. That champ of the champ meeting tends to go bloody good over there too. And I think you've got a like you say, you're not making it this weekend for the opening round of the points, but um obviously there's a few points dashes you'll cruise on over. But it's just good to have the I think, you know, back on the rotation now of properly after a good couple of seasons up there. Yeah, it's been hard work because uh that that rotation's well, yeah, C D promoters hard work. But um we're just going to be patient. Um, I mean, the, the rotation rules itself have got quite strict, which is a good thing because we, we end up running more meetings and um, you know more people go there because, uh, believe it or not, that track is the most exciting track you've ever raced on in a super stop. Yeah. Do you think it's and bank? And yeah, I was about to say, do you think it's the bank that makes it cool? Well, it must be the bank. I mean, the meterage is very similar to Palmy, I believe. It's two metres shorter yet the time to get around there is almost two seconds faster oh wow didn't realise that I thought it was you know, smaller so, then so, uh, it's not much smaller it's, it's actually it was surprising it's just faster yeah I mean I mean um, uh, uh, you know if you got 12 15 if you got 18 or 20 service off here that's actually the most entertaining thing you've ever watched yeah yeah you, know, you, you don't need those big numbers like you do in these 50 plus cars and part of them have a good night but even then they get spread out over the race and almost becomes a bit boring yep. <laughs> yeah 
you're not wrong there in some ways, Pete. <laughs> um, <laughs> super, we, we sort of t- touched on the stock car side of things before, but super stock wise, obviously, you mentioned New Zealand's in Huntley. Um, I can't actually remember where oh, North Island's in Stratford. Chris knows where yep. the GP is. Auckland. Auckland. You're going to track on with uh, with any of those championships and stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wrong plan is to do that. I mean, anything can change between now and then, but yeah, we like doing those meetings because there's numbers there and, you know, there's a heap. It's a good people to hang out with when you go to those championships. Yep. And all those tracks are cool to race on. I mean, unless you I haven't got a bad track in this country, to be fair. Yep. And uh, you're doing that charity event that we spoke about earlier as well, eh? Yeah, Sonia emailed us uh, uh, recently, actually. And she texted me because she knows I can't rewrite emails, so <laughs> um, I gave her a big thumbs up. Yeah, I'm coming to that. Yeah, Sonia, actually, I was talking to her the other day. She heard about this tyre thing and she wrote us to make sure we've got her under control and got her support if we need it. And that. But she's, she's quite busy doing other stuff. But, you know, always, I'll always support Rotorua and Sonia Hickey's team. She didn't ask you to whip a car up for a celebrity driver, did she? <laughs> nah, she knows we're all doing it. We haven't got spare cars at the moment, so I think they're under control of all of their, all their teams. Beauty. Beauty, sweet. Well, I suppose um, it's. I was going to say what else has been happening in the off season, but you've just mentioned earlier it's four months of just under the pump work. So uh, I guess yeah. it's like you say, week off from customer work coming up soon. Get those cars pumped out and get onto the dirt yourself. Yeah, I'm thinking we'll see how that goes with my customers, but it's just going to have to happen, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Hey, um, are you looking at trucking up to Gisborne with the service truck? This weekend? Yeah. Nah, nah, I mean, you know, not racing there. Um, it'd, it'd be like, it'd be like racing there. It's just, it's a waste two days sort of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I might as well work here and we're overbooked here this weekend anyway. I mean, and like I said, I, I actually follow the weather and, uh, you know, hope it doesn't happen, but it doesn't look good at me. doesn't look good anyway to be fair. Nah, <laughs> yeah, like a good fisherman, follow the weather. <laughs> <laughs> You're hooked on the fishing, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all good, Pete. Hey, it's been great to uh, catch up with you. I need to pop out there. It's been a wee while since I've come and annoyed you and had a nosy in that. But um, Chris seems to be out there too much, so that's why I haven't bothered. Well, well he turned out the other day when I was trying to get my lawnmower going and give me her a freaking fight. <laughs> and then he took a whole lot of photos, I didn't know. He took him put it all over, didn't he? Oh, so he might have come out, didn't he? Shit. Cracky. I told him he has to ask for permission before he does that stuff. He's shocking, eh? Uh, oh, I was quite rude. I started my lawnmower, started my lawnmower, and ignored him. Oh, I would have done the same thing, mate. I would have done the same thing. Has <laughs> the lawnmower collection grown over 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 recent? Oh, it's about 80, 80 plus here at the moment. <laughs> I did notice the other day that you was, um, just put a whole heap of them into your main shed, eh? Yeah, well, they were in the other shed on the floor and they were taking up space, so <laughs> we put them up on the shelf at the main shed. Yeah, well, I, I haven't been able to the lawns for probably eight weeks because it's been so wet out here. Yeah. So, yeah, that few hours I did the other one, that was good last week. You know, I, I did a run on Sunday, actually. Good to just get some fresh air outside the shed. <laughs> yep, you're right there. That's the one. Mean Pete, all right. Well, we'll uh, we'll catch up in a few weeks, no doubt. And um, yeah, spin some, spin, fling some dirt, and I'll talk some jargon about you while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, all good. Sweet. All good, Pete. Have a good one, eh? Thank you. See you, See you Well, there we go. That's Peter Rees there, Chris. And, uh, hey, it's always a good yarn with Pete, isn't it? Sure is. And, yeah, he gets into depth too. Yeah. Oh, we could have gone on with some of those conversations for uh, quite some time. <laughs> and um, But that's the thing with Pete. He's straight to the point. He's got the uh, best intentions for the class and for the sport in general. And that's his key main thing, you know. That's yep. why he's arguably the best car builder out there, I suppose. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Um, we were meant to actually talk to Clyde McGorry from Gisborne, but he hasn't answered our calls, Clyde. <laughs> so we thought we better just do this ourselves. So we actually we're having a Gisborne show, like we've had Huntley and the yep. likes and likes, um, to run through the calendar. That's pretty much it, Chris. Yep, that's why we're so obviously opening night this weekend, first uh, of October, straight into it, and they've got uh, well they've got stock cars, mini stocks, sidecars, saloons, productions, um, TQs, TQ. so massive night there at Gisborne Speedway, and of course the pit gates open at one thirty. The um, I guess that's when the uh, the public gates will probably four, open around there. Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Yep, there we go. And um, kicks off at five. Kicks off at five. So they they're going to grand parade as well, four thirty, yeah. and that's for the super stocks, the mini stocks. They'll probably give everyone else, I suppose, a bit of a parade. And then obviously the mini stocks. Somebody on the dummy grid at four fifty, and they're going to be into it at five o'clock. I think Mike Wilson might be going over to commentate. We're dependent though. Uh, the weather is looking pretty dodgy at the moment, as Pete mentioned. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit. Obviously, this is Friday Friday night by the time this plays. Um, so. Fingers crossed it has actually um, has either, it been been a, either been yeah. a decision by now or, or um, yeah, it's, it's still fine over there and ready to go. Um, rest of the calendar, they've actually got racing next week as well. They're not mucking around. Yep. They're straight into that as well on the 8th. Production saloon champs too. Good good, uh, good class these two. Yeah. Well, you used to run the productions, didn't you? Yeah, not, yeah, not a bad little class. Yeah. And they've also got uh, stock uh, best pairs. Yeah, they'll get a good field for that yep. too, I reckon. Eh? Eighth of, that's on the 8th, obviously, into November, fireworks and the super stocks. And uh, once again, uh, getting big, fireworks on fireworks night. Yeah, on Guy Fawkes night. That'll yep. be a huge meeting, especially over in Gizier. Uh, the super stocks, they definitely draw a crowd, yep. but having the uh, the Guy Fawkes will be a big meeting for them. Um, Ashley Scott Memorial after that. Then we go through the modifieds. They're coming to Gizzy on the 3rd of December. Street Stock Champion Chance will be a big one. They'll get heaps of uh, Gizzy, Rotorua and um, Hawks Bay cars for that. But how cool will it be to see the Modifieds on the bank tracks of Gisborne? Yeah, that would be cool. I don't think they've ever been there. I, I don't. don't know. But I don't know. I can't recall them ever being there. No, not either. Not myself. Obviously, it was the first time Wanganui had them the last year, year yep. or whatever it was. So, yep. uh Bloody cool to see the mods getting a run at uh, at Gisborne, and you never know it could could bump up a, a few few interested people. Just like Pete said, um, just how fast do you think they'll be getting off their apex coming out of those corners with that bank? Yeah, it's going to be real quick. Someone like Brad Lane, yeah. who just loves the high line yep. and stuff. Uh, Mini Stock One Hundred is on the seventeenth of December. That's always cool. Gets um, plenty of support. Plenty of. Uh, you know, the younger the youth drivers and all that there as well. They've got the sidecar GP over there this year too in January. Yeah, and the flat trackers. Flat track bikes. Well, it's not really going to be on a flat track, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that'll be cool to see something yeah. different. Um, production saloon best pairs on the 14th. And then we go into February. You've got the uh, the Gisborne Saloon Champs. 
as well. A couple of memorial titles on the line. North Island TQs on the 25th of February. I think that's to bank off the back of the, uh, if I, I hope I'm right, but it's to bank off the back of the New Zealand TQ title in Hawke's Bay. But um, yep. TQs and Gizzy have really taken off in the last couple of years. I think they've got half a dozen or so. and I know that doesn't sound like taking off, but it's a good class to build on. It's actually a really cool class in general. I didn't really know much I'm pretty about sure it we had like three or four of them when we ran them here last season from Gisborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's uh, there's a few over there. They mainly obviously run in Hawke's Bay. I personally didn't know and still kind of don't know much too much about the TQ class apart from the good racing they have until old Dickie brought a car. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> then we move on to the um, North Island saloons here as well. So they've got a few t- uh, national titles there. Yeah, that'll be cool with the uh, the Cook Brothers as well. Yeah. That'll be uh, that'll be bloody good with that. And I know they've, I think both of them have won that before too, the North Island champs. Yeah. Um, and they've also got the sidecar side champs. Sidecar champ champs. champs. That'll be a good meeting too. Yeah. Always good uh, sidecar cavalry over there. Of Callum as well. Yep. And the 22G bike, he's got... Uh, Russell back out as yep. well on the for one more one more year, one more year as always. Yep. Um, April the first is of course the Rees Race Car Superstock Challenge. First prize is that brand new Rees Race Car chassis, the uh, Stock Car Classic. I'm guessing there's going to be a bit of a cash event for them, and of course a demo derby. That's actually quite a full on night. That is going to be a massive night for them. And to round the season out, they've got two nighter Superstock Best Pairs. On the 14th and Superstock Champion Champs on the 15th, which again will draw in a fair few cars. I think that'll be the two night meeting that Pete was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's got mixed up. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably. That's. Um, but yeah, yeah, Champs of Champs is usually a good meeting. Yeah, it's, um, that's been a, a, a long standing event on the on the calendar in Gisborne, that yep. Champion Champs title. And it used to be, well, it used to literally be a Champion Champs. You'd have all the title all the, winners yep. from around the country. Um, big draw card events so hopefully you know it's building back up to it over the last few years yep right Chris we're counting down to our own event I think we've got the Stratford opening night happening next weekend uh, 15th yep. so we'll uh, we'll try and grab a couple of the Stratty team to uh, to have a chat with again probably Sir Ryan Russell up um, either what's his name Jared or um, Richard Kittle Richard Kittle yep um, we'll see how we go and probably grab a driver along the way as well somewhere um, and yeah we'll chat about Stratford's B-Way next week all good and then we get the countdown to countdown our countdown to event. Palmy which is coming around very quick well Labor Weekend there's yeah. a whole lot happening so we have to draw names out of a hat as to who we're going to talk with <laughs> <laughs> alright Chris yep. until then though thanks to our sponsors of course um, Gary at Burnart Cars. Make sure you hit up Gary because obviously uh, Christmas is coming and he's absolutely pumping he's out flat cars. Out too, he's, eh? He is flat out. Almost could be a full time job for yeah. him now. Um, of course, um, you know, in between building, rebuilding James's car for the uh, for the Queensland Racing, and when that fires back up into life, not too far away. Of course, uh, Ewan and the team at Speedway Garage as well in Palmerston North here and in Wanganui as well. Um, and of course, Brewer's Apprentice, which uh, does a nice meal. Just speaking of Gisborne, if you're heading to Gisborne um, and you want to feed, go to Bakery 22. Yep. Callum, Callum over there obviously runs the sidecar. Head into Bakery 22, some of the best pies ever and just great food in general. Like I make him, I make him bring over a couple of frozen pies to palm <laughs> for me, you know, because um, they don't quite make it here hot. So, um, but no, go and see him as well. We'll give him a bit of a plug. Chris, that's our show this week. We'll catch up next week. Yep, for sure.
If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.